Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, I'm Steph and I'm Simon and this is the Food Fight. A frank discussion of food culture featuring Australia's top chefs, producers and experts. We'll chat about real issues and go places others won't. This podcast travels throughout the country and we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we gather and speak. And we pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. This one's another Small Bites episode and yep, this whole episode we're talking about Instagram. Let's do it. Um, we don't even have to do introductions and stuff anymore. We're just going to launch straight into these yeah, small bites, Simon. Hello, I'm Steph. This is Simon. We're doing another Small Bites podcast. Thanks yeah. so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Amazing. In the kitchen. Um, we're going to talk about Instagram and yeah. social media for this one um, because, fuck, it's a massive part of the hospitality industry. It's so big now. I know. And it's, it's in the last, in the last, I mean, last, last maybe five years, it's ramped up. In the five years before that, it was becoming a thing you need to think of. But before that, like, people wouldn't have an Instagram account. Yeah. Like, they might have Facebook. Yeah. And now it's... Now, I mean, so many restaurants have someone employed just to do social media. Oh, yeah. So now it's an expense. Yep. I mean, when I, after I published my first book and we had, like, all the professional photography, everything, recipes, mm. all this stuff, I didn't have Instagram. Yeah, Like, right. I'd published... A book. I don't know if I'd, I'd potentially even published the South Coast book before I started using mm. Instagram. Well, Caveau had an Instagram, but rarely used it. Yeah, and that was 2016. That was before you bought it. Yeah, so yeah. So tell us, like, to start with, tell us a bit about like how you got into using it for your business and when you sort of realised how important in, it was. In the years running up, personally, I knew that Instagram was more for food than Facebook. Yeah, Facebook became more of your your web page yeah it was where people people would go to that for information so for opening times for menus like that's people people almost treat that as your website and instagram was was more of um where you might post some photos but i think now it's it's people's that that's that's almost your shop front that's your selling point like people will go to you based on your instagram and then they might check your facebook to find when you're open or see how to book Mm. instagram is is your selling point well the I guess it's also the question now. It's like, I mean, there's so much shit we, we're we going to cover. So this is going to be just like a rambling conversation that mm. jumps around As a bit because we've only got half an hour. Mm. But like, do you think that almost Instagram has made websites redundant for cafes and restaurants? I think you see more restaurants now with a, like a Wix website. Yeah. Because, I mean, the difference costs, like to get a website done is like $1,000, like two, three and above $1,000. Mm. But you can do a Wix one and it's, 
how much a, a week or a month. Mm. So I think plenty of people, I think there's, there is still a, a clientele who, who want a website. I think you need a website, you need to be accurate, but it doesn't have to be, it's not your, like, it's not your shop front. Yeah. It, now again, it's, it's for information purposes only. So it's, it's people to find out when you're open, you know, a couple of photos, some information, they might look at a bio page because you feel like you should have a bio page. But other than that, Instagram, I think is the, Instagram will draw people in. People go to your website once they know they want to book. But Instagram will actually get you customers. Yeah, because I mean, it's not often these days that people just Google online your restaurant, well, a lot right? Of time like you, oh, they've already heard about. A lot you of times, if you Google time, someone's yeah. restaurant, the first thing will come up will be Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, rather than your website. Um, mm. So it's yeah, it, it's it's very important. Where you know, I think even to the point might be sort of skipping ahead a couple of steps here, but I think the way people plate nowadays is influenced by what looks good on Instagram photo. I think that that's huge. Like I think oh, there's so much to talk about. We have to take a bit, t- these things one at a time. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's start with what we want to get to is plating and Instagrammable dishes. Mm. But let's start with your experience at Caveau and like when you took over the restaurant and how you sort of felt about like your Instagram because you obviously like you, you paid me to come and take photos. Yeah. And that was that, that's for website and um, Instagram and stuff. Mm. But was that like a conscious decision to be like, all right, we like Instagram is this important place now, and we need to professionalize it and yeah. up our game. I mean, I think the difference of being um, five five to ten years ago, professional photos would be for your, be solely for your website. Yep. You get you get some done, then you have your little scrolly thing on your website, and you have a couple of shots here and there, and it'd be for that. Everything else would be on your phone. And then you realize that when you see someone who's got a very well curated and professionally done Instagram, it looks good. Like as soon as you click on it, as soon as mm. the grid, looks good. So I think we, we understood straight away that Instagram was, you know, the perfect medium for food. It's mm. visual. Mm. It's looking at something. So yeah, so we got professional photos done and we, I mean, it's, like, it's another cost mm. to your business. Mm. So it takes a little while and you do have to, and you kind of learn how to take a good photo on your phone, but like having a good looking Instagram is, is important. And even like, if you see the difference between professional photos and even a good one taken on an iPhone, you can tell a difference. Mm. Like if you, if you sort of, if you've seen. Well, I, I hope so. Well, or else you, I'm yeah, out of yeah, a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you can see if you, the difference between yours and other people's, yeah. definitely. Uh, other photographers, maybe less so. <laughs> um, so I think we just, we, we just knew like I, I used, like in my Instagram is, is really is foot is food and wine mm. and, and restaurants and wine Mine's like, the same like that's what it is serving like, that's it like and I, I even like encourage young chefs to be like make sure you're, you're on instagram and go and follow all the chefs all the restaurants like it's, yeah. it's a strong tool like the yeah, amount of yeah. times i find producers new ingredients new plating styles like all comes from instagram mm. so it's it's it really is the hub of activity and i think you even see the trends moving so much quicker nowadays yeah. because people can see them on Instagram. Well, let's, yeah, we'll talk about later like how Instagram influences food trends. Mm. But um, do you think that you could have measured, quantified like the, you know, the the benefits of professionalizing your Instagram at Cavo with professional photos and, and all that sort of thing? Like, I think like if you've, you, you can... You have to be quite deep in your analytics because mm. there are and like, like I'm I used to run the Corona Instagram and we managed to increase increase our followers massively. Like on, on first 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 thing we noticed was 
we put a fo- the same photo, same caption on Instagram, Facebook. Facebook, you might get like five likes. I mean, we had 4,000 followers on Facebook and we ended up having 11,000 on Instagram. So pretty different. But you know, on, a, on, a, on a good photo, you might get 100, depending on what it is. On just a random photo, you, you might get five to 10 on Facebook, but then you'd get 200, 300 on Instagram for mm. the same photo. Especially if it's like a meaningless photo. It's like <laughs> the new, new Instagram thing of, have you tried this? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone out there? Any 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 places out there? Like, if you're still writing, have you tried our yeah. new yeah. like have you whatever? Seen, yeah. Like, I'm. Um, I think that someone one day decided. Like, yeah. Some marketing person decided. You got to question. ask questions on yeah, Instagram yeah. because then people in the comments start answering those questions and in, engaging. But it's like That's the funny question. The, the funny one is is have you tried our new whatever choc chip muffins? Um, just made fresh this morning. It's like, well, no, because they're new <laughs> and like they just came out of the oven, and yeah, yeah. you just put them on Instagram, I wasn't, I wasn't and I wasn't there, so no, I haven't tried your f- fresh new whatever you baked. Yeah, so I mean, I think that it, it's <laughs> so you can like if if you go deep, and, you, and this is why it kind of for certain ventures it pays to have someone to do it. You can get very deep in um, seeing how many of clicks on your Instagram lead to your website, lead to a booking, mm. and that you need kind of unless you're very very uh savvy on social media yeah, so it can, can be can, click through it can be hard um so i mean good example i always use is in the first couple of maybe first three four months of Kavo, we did a a pork dinner mm. so the premise was we'd buy two whole pigs from this local local farm and we'd use everything over seven courses or whatever and we post on social media and it, it probably would still be the most engaged thing we had especially on facebook there was just like hundreds of comments of Steve tagging Barry being like, oh, Baz, pork dinner. Fuck. Yeah, right. And like everyone being like, we've got to go. We've got to go. We've got to go. Oh my God. Like just comment, comment, comment. We're like, fuck, it's going to be a huge dinner. We were about half booked. Yeah, right. Okay. So it doesn't always translate. So I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's maybe the dangerous thing is it's it's not it's not the be all end all. It's, it's still not as good as word of mouth um, and actual kind of lived experience. Um, so there is some, yeah. But how much, like, how much of your decision to professionalize your Instagram? Like, one thing that we talk about constantly on this podcast is the the venues that sit as you know well respected, like good restaurants. Um, one thing that we talk about and a common thread throughout them is kind of attention to detail in mm. all areas. Yeah. So like there is just someone or a group of people have an eye over every aspect of the venue, whether it's how the menus are printed or what the Instagram grid looks like or what the menu is and the collaborations that are done and and then all the systems and the service style and all these sorts of things. Like how much is it? Well, if we want to be at that level, then we need to pay attention to our social media presence as well. And that's just another little one percenter that you need yeah, to... Yeah, I think that comes down to that. It's like you, right. don't, you don't really see... You don't see a great restaurant at the sort of standard we want to be at Cavone and we want to be at Bangalore with bad social media. Yeah. You might see average social media, but like mm. it, it, there's a correlation there between if you've got solid social media, um, good photos of good food... There's correlation between being a good restaurant. Mm. I think like you could you could maybe have a bit of a haphazard amateur looking Instagram if if that is your restaurant. If you are that little kind of family run Italian bistro, that that might have actually some benefit of not looking so so slick because mm. some people want that. But you, yeah, you don't see a good restaurant with bad social media anymore. So so yeah. re, in, with, with that in mind, if you want to be at that level, 
then your social media needs to that level. Do you know what the funny thing is though? Is that you also you actually do see bad restaurants with awesome social media. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a which is a really interesting one as well. Yeah. It's like, and that's what makes it hard to decipher. Sometimes you might you might never have heard of. It. I remember going to a cafe in Melbourne that oh, I can't remember what it was called, but. The Instagram was so fucking like they had so many followers. It was yeah. so well curated. They did heaps of those. Like this was back in the day when people were putting uh, syringes in donuts. <laughs> what you the know fuck what I mean? is that about? Yeah, yeah, Honestly, yeah. I still don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, we need to ask someone. Do we need to ask like John from? Yeah, we need to ask someone about the syringes in donuts. But like, it was that sort of thing. Like, so they had all these pastries, like shitloads of things, like rose petals and um, syringes in donuts. Was it the 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 shakes with like the freak shakes? Yeah, insane garnishes. So that was a one. That was a that was a place in Monica, actually in Canberra. Mm. That uh, that freak shake place that absolutely took off. Like it was like I remember that was when I was living in Canberra still. And this freak shake place in 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 Canberra just took off with viral like mm. social content and stuff, um, but yeah, I mean that's like that's another kettle of fish, and we'll get to that. But um, and considering we've only got a small amount of time, do you think that Instagram fosters creativity or inhibits creativity? Um. Possibly, bit of, possibly a bit of both. Yeah. Everything moves so quick now that mm. if you have a plating style or a technique um, you and you put it out there, it will be copied. If, you know, if you're a popular restaurant, it'll be copied quite quick. Mm. So in that, in that sense, people have to be moving very quickly. And I think to the point where chefs are very honest and open mm. about their stuff on Instagram. Like maybe twofold. So a lot of time you'll see someone like explaining their whole process of what they did to a to a fucking floor sometimes because they'll be like so we started with um this six percent uh cream milk um cheese that we actually make in house by inoculating with a four percent and you're like fuck but you kind of you almost may as well to to push yourself because and also i mean if someone does copy that it's like fair play you can probably mm. you can probably do it um this is a kind of weird flip there so i think it it, it does in some ways but then it maybe narrows your creativity because you are trying to make sure that it's it's it is an Instagrammable dish. Like I mean, like look at again. If you look at pastry, mm. probably, the, probably the most followed Instagram pages businesses are pastry and pastry. burger places. Yeah, um, and you see all the burger places doing the same thing. And like burger places, I don't get because they'll post these like sky high burgers. But no one orders. And it's like, it's like, they're not on the menu. Yeah, they're not on the, the menu. Yeah. You, you couldn't eat them. It's just like a little chef's creation. But it will get like thousands of likes and heaps of engagement. But is that just the like, yeah, I wonder how that translates into into business. I suppose it's a massive spectrum. But I don't know. I guess the thing that I, I ask about when it comes to the creativity side of things is I see Instagram stifling creativity in a lot of other industries, I think. Like what? I th- uh, I think that like a lot of uh, anything that has a really graphic element to it. Mm. So uh, I'm probably speaking out of turn because I'm not an expert in these sorts of things. But if you look at like anything to do with weddings yeah, on Instagram, yeah, okay. I feel like these days all weddings look, look, look the same mm. because there's this Instagram aesthetic yeah. that everyone's following. Everyone has this same sort of cursive writing saying Sophie loves Simon or, yeah, or, yeah. or whatever it is. 
the it's like a the, same the dishes filter, that are used and everything as yeah well. it's like, like a similar looking filter the lights similar and mm. things like that like weddings might be an example or um yeah it's a good example i think that like certain types of art like i think uh, this is speaking out of turn a little bit but like i do for, follow some florists Speak out of turn. and i feel like some floristry mm. is like and that sort of thing people get their inspiration from Instagram mm. rather than figuring out what what yeah. they're about. And and the same with things like interiors mm. as well, I see a bit of. like Maybe it means like the fact that there's, you've got so much access to good content and you can see the engagement. The, there's all, I think there's, there's probably, again, maybe it's just more apparent, this, this copying. And you're always going to have people at the forefront, the top, who are always going to change because they, they hate, doing the same thing but then the people who are just copying and just doing the same as everyone else does because you know because there's people at the forefront there's people who just follow so there might be someone who the first person did a wedding like that then everyone else saw it and was like mm. oh my god I love that I'll do that and they thought oh we'll be the second but there's you know 100,000 people mm. thinking it's and like second. it looks great and, and well, whatever yeah, and I'm happy yeah. for people and things like that yeah. I just I don't know I, I have a chip on my shoulder when it comes to people just just replicating things that they see on Instagram, yeah, basically, it's and a, it's like because everyone has creativity in them, mm, but it's like uh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, you might not. You might be right, and that's maybe what it is. It's mm. like people are like looking for ins- yeah. inspiration, and it's kind of like this Instagram's this global Pinterest yeah. board of it's. I mean, it's almost it's almost it's, this is very off topic, but the whole like I'm gonna talk about TikTok for a second, if I may. Um, I don't know about TikTok. Right, the little thing about TikTok is like recurring memes. Is people take the same meme and just recreate them? Yeah. And Isn't I, that funny? And, yeah. I'm, and I'm like that. Like I've always been like, even like since like a child, I've hated copying or doing mm. the same as everyone else. I've always wanted to like, like to a fault, do something different or do something original. Like mm. I failed DT, like design and technology, because I didn't want to do the same little fucking clicky wooden machine that everyone else did. Mm. But I planned this thing that was like way out of my my, my the quality skill I could set, do, yeah. skill set, and failed. Yeah, well. But like, I'd rather fail trying to do something original. But yeah. I, I was 12 at the time. Uh, there's no, no need for me to re- be original at 12. Yeah. But um, like, I've always been like, to a fault, I don't want to copy. But now it does very much seem that it copying's okay now. Mm. And, it, and it's, there's, there's like- Well, that's the thing about the, let's get back to food trends, mm. right? Because it's like, where we see food trends now is via Instagram. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, something we've taken the piss out of heaps on this podcast is anchovy toast being on the menu at every restaurant in Australia. Available like at every, Bangalore Dining a, right available now. Available Dining. <laughs> <laughs> every like had to every wine bar yeah. in Australia has anchovy toast. toast. Yeah, like, yeah. without and a, exception. And a, and a slight riff on it. Yeah. And so, like, would that be the case if there wasn't such thing as Instagram? Is that are, there, are food trends like I mean, were food trends like that before Instagram? A like, there's bit, so many examples, but, but maybe not so prevalent. Like, you, but like if you went to any three Michelin star restaurant 20 years ago, they'd all have truffles and foie gras and, and lobster on. So I mean, so in some ways, but like, isn't that just because that's a decadent like indulgent? Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, in the same in the same vein. You, they would see a, re- a new restaurant would see another three star restaurant serving those ingredients. Like, well, we're going to serve those ingredients yeah. as well. Like, they even like one of Marco's shows. He's plotting how to get three Michelin stars, and he's like. I go to all the three Michelin star restaurants, I look at their dishes, and I compare mine and make sure mine are better. Right. And if all mine are better, then I'll win three stars. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good so on you, Marco. And, That's and, great. You know, and he sort of copied some dishes and tweaked them a little bit because he knew that, well, if they've got three stars, we're doing this. I will basically copy that with my own little little, little, little swerve. Mm. And I'll be good. Well, the thing, like, the, yeah, so, and like plating style is a funny one too because I, I think the plating style has 
it has gone through numerous trends before Instagram. The, but the, the top-down shot, yeah, which I don't like because I, I don't think a lot of my food looks good like that. I think it's getting moved away from a little bit that top, yeah. the, the the bird's eye thing. I, I think, think people still are kind of mixing like, it up a little. If you bit. look a bit, it's very aesthetic. If you look at some, um, yeah. I mean, this is not dig, but um, Louis X Bar Rockford. Oh yeah, man, his Instagram looks so, great. Yeah, Louis Katoops, yeah, who's been on an, our podcast before. Like his, his Instagram his, looks so it fucking looks good. so good. Yeah, uh, but it is all that all the top down, top down, on but, and, and and his food looks good that way. Yeah. So I mean, maybe we should give him a little give him a little text. And be like, do you play food? That way, question. because that is aesthetic from the photo. Yeah, like a lot, I feel a lot of my food doesn't look doesn't look good. Maybe we should call him. Just run Maybe <laughs> and put him on speaker. <laughs> we could. We'll, we'll let you know. Um, you cut it in. Like so. Like his food looks great, like that, and his and, his, and it looks great. But it, is is that stifling his plating style, or because, does that dictate his plating style? Well, exactly. Yes. I mean, that, that's the interesting question. Yeah. Is, you know, is it does make for a really good looking Instagram page, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, and so eighty six is another one. But then sometimes, like, sometimes when just like that, and looking at like the grid on Instagram, I can see that like all that like as a whole that looks very good. But then you look at a single dish, and, you, and it sometimes like they're normally quite far away, mm. and you try and look, and you're like. You don't know what's what. What the fuck actually is that? Yeah. So maybe the, I I, let, I got less because I kind of want to see exactly what's there. So do you think then food trends have been like plating styles, like we're talking sort of more aesthetics, mm. that sort of stuff's been accelerated by Instagram? I, like, I think it's just and quicker. It moves quicker. I think there's always, there's always think it moves quicker? styles. Yeah, because I think you, to see another restaurant's dishes, you do need to see them. What about like, so this, it's been around for a long time and it's still around now, mm. but... I'm going to describe it as a pile of stuff on the side of a big round plate, just on the on the side, off just off Do you center, mean like negative space. Yeah, plating. just off center. That that's a that's a fairly you new use one. that one. Yeah, yeah, like there's, a lot of people do. Like great restaurants use that. There's something technique. I think that might. I mean, that might be a, a trend in in that it was getting away. It was from all, everything being in the middle, that, yeah, and yeah, symmetrical that, 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 and, that getting away from that trend of proteins in the middle, everything's around it. Yeah, I think that that was almost like a backlash trend. Yeah, and, yeah. And you, obviously, you see that all the time with with yeah. stuff. But then there's like, yeah, there's been some dishes just look much better with everything. And you you, you are seeing, pro- I think possibly maybe we're back to that a little possibly bit. Possibly seeing that places. you're seeing now is a lot of, and you kind of need a specific bowl, for this plating, but it's kind of a, a, a very gently sloped bowl. Yeah, and you have a, a fairly small plating area in the middle, and everything's in that middle bit, and then you have yeah. a lot of kind of bowl around. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really. And nice. then you then, and it holds it like the, the kind of good things that bowls get is you can pour a sauce in it or hold a circle. Yeah. So it won't piss all over the plate. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're seeing a lot of that now. So maybe and it's it is less. It's not the meat in the middle, veg on the outside. It's everything kind of stacked up, which is yeah. which, which means it harks back to a trend of stacking shit the up a bit. Stacks. The old stack. So it kind of. I guess like any trend, it comes and goes. But I think social media, internet has just sped things up where you will churn. I mean, like that style of plating was around for 20, 30, 40 years before it changed. Mm. And now we've gone from that off to the side, negative space to kind of back to back in well, the one of the things quite that, quickly. One of the, like, I mean, now we're just talking about plating styles and I I don't know, like this would feed into Instagram a little bit as well. But what I'm I'm seeing now in terms of plating styles is less less unnecessary garnish like yeah. less flower petals and Mi- tiny little sprigs of micro herbs and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Like when I see a, and something like when you talk about creativity, like I, 
you look at Esther's Instagram page and everyone yeah. fucking loves it because it's like, I mean, Esther's just got sick food and that's that's a place to look for for like genuine creativity. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. so many of the dishes coming out of those kitchens, probably yeah. as well, are just like you can tell that it's just not being copied by someone else and yeah. it's very stripped back. Like, so yeah. you're looking at, you're kind of looking at a basically just like a, yeah. a bug on a plate with like, I think the, their, their tone, texture, and lighting. Yeah, it's make, beautiful. Makes that food look very good. If that was, if it was stark, bright white plate, yeah. you'd be like, "That's a piece of black cabbage." Yeah, like like they they have a very good idea of what their tone is. I think. Yeah, and it so, just suits the restaurant, yeah, and the type yeah. of food so well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they're definitely yeah. they're on the kind of modern style automata as well. Yeah, with that kind of like that very. Do you think that? Do you think that um, that because of Instagram, people are putting more into their ceramics? And oh, stuff 100%. now. Do you think that that's uh, an Instagram yeah. thing? I like, think so. I think so. For one, I think you've seen white plates go away. Yeah. For, well, that's for the reasons thing. like that, like, yeah. like color of your plates, like you know, white. White plates was, look so shit in photos. Oh, like, yeah. I think that people like when I did the Capital Cookbook in two thousand and thirteen, the first, the second one. Yeah. It was just all white plates. white plateville. Uh, not not all of them though. Like places mm. like places like Aubergine and Canberra, which was on the cover, and uh, and other other venues mm. had. Uh, nice handmade ceramics and stuff you, like you that. You would that rock up beautiful. with plates. Yeah. So and get, and get when we were shooting, yeah, when we were shooting, we'd we'd have a big selection of plates, mm. and like it, it was a little bit intimidating sometimes to tell like how did chefs that were thirty years older than me to yeah, not yeah. plate on their plates. Yeah, yeah. But like there were restaurants that had plates that like were the size of like a big restaurant <laughs> dinner plate <laughs> yeah, yeah. with a tiny little circle of stuff in the middle. Yeah. And when you're taking a photo of that and trying to get the elements of that dish like into the photo, there's no, there's nothing but white and the food. Yeah, and it, it's terrible. It? You just can't take a good photo. But of then that. in a in a darker restaurant, a sort of like a, 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 some it depends on the dish. I, I found like, I've had dishes where I plated it on one plate and been like, I hate it. Change the plate, plate it the same way, and I've been like, I love it. It's a masterpiece. So I think but like white plates in a restaurant, a darker restaurant that looks different to mm. a photo of it that's going to go on your Instagram. Mm. So we, uh, but then by the time the someone's already in the restaurant, you've kind of already got them. So is it more important to have something that's Instagrammable or looks good in real life? And I think that that's, that's maybe where social media is kind of blurring the lines and may, maybe in some ways resulting in a less um, good dining experience. Yeah, Possibly. do you think so? Like in my, you know, one, 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 two percent. Maybe we're talking here. Well, I guess one of the questions is if, if like, let's talk like, about Instagrammable dishes mm. and and including them on menus on purpose and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, I think Instagrammable dishes made to look good. Mm. Are they made to taste good, yeah. or are they made to be interactive? Like, I guess, like. What one of the best investments that you guys made at Night Parrot was the little fucking smoke bubble, smoke bubble gun, yeah. because it, it's an Instagrammable well, thing. Okay, well, like, I think this is what you're finding now. I mean, in the last couple of years, and maybe even whole restaurant concepts are starting to revolve around this. Is the the table side aspect? Well, that's the ta- then that that's the next that's the next iteration of Instagram because instead of it being photos on your feed, yeah, it's customers sharing videos yeah. of movement that's going on around yeah. the table. I mean, vid- video is almost is always going to get more views 
Um, and that's been apparent. You know, yeah. That's why TV is more popular than radio. That's why we've got a video camera. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a pain in the fucking ass, to be honest, but uh, so we've got to do it. Chatted. But yeah, well, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Prime example, you're watching us right now. Mm. Um, so video is always, always more powerful. So, But it's, it's hard to... You can't really create your own natural videos so much. So they're always going to be a bit produced. But like the best thing you have is just constantly people filming stuff in your restaurant, posting it to their followers, mm. and it gets shared and it goes viral. Well, maybe. I think that um, yeah, I think that Mimi's sets the standard for yeah, that. Like that's yeah. I, I, but then, I if, mean, Amari Woodcut the same. Like yeah. like how many times? Like I, I see once a week, John Luca when the front of house matches from Amari making pesto. Yeah, every week I see someone post that. Yeah, and it's like. I mean, I'm I'm still like if I'm in a restaurant, I, I might take one photo and that's it. Mm. <laughs> like I'll be one phone. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put my phone away now and try and enjoy it. But yeah, you know, a lot of people are on their phones, and if you can get them, like like you know that the bubble gun cocktail at, at Parrot, I don't think anyone gets it and doesn't film it. Yeah, like, like no no one doesn't film that. Yeah, and they've all got, sometimes like like they'll they'll like burst their bubble and they'll be like, oh, we didn't get it. Can you put another one on? Yeah. So it's like like they they they're willing to wait. Another few minutes to, to drink their drink, yeah, because they want to so get they, they want to get, get a photo of it, yeah. So it's very powerful, and like I mean, when we're fighting for customers, and that can be the difference between being you know full and empty, it, it's a pretty powerful thing. Um, is that making it better? I mean, everyone's got a everyone wants to have a car, everyone wants to have table side stuff now. Some things work very well table side, some things don't. A lot of customers are just going to go like, give me my fucking food so I can eat it, yeah. Um, and I think like. Possibly you might see with reviewers over the next couple of years, because reviewers like you know, we spoke to Miffy and, and Pat Norse recently, they get that sort of fatigue mm. because you know whereas like you know we might go you know a couple times a year to a restaurant like this, some other people might go once a year. They go every other week to a restaurant and they're all trying to pull out a cart to do something table side. And I think you might see in next next year or two this kind of. This this kind of little, little backlash, maybe little little Cart dig, fatigue, little trolley dig, fatigue, trolley fatigue. There's <laughs> little digs in some reviews about the you know the obligatory trolley because yeah. it's, it's, it's almost getting that way. Mm. But can you blame restaurants for doing it because it it does work because it comes off my fucking feet every week. That's it. Or every every day of, of one of these these table side things. Mm. So there'll be there'll be some people who do it and it fits in with service and it makes experience better there'll be some people who copy and don't match it and it will take away which is always gonna be the case mm. but i think it happens quicker mm-hmm. yeah what like what do you think i'm gonna change direction because mm. we've talked about cart fatigue but uh what do you think about how instagram is changing people's dining habits and the dining experience for people because there are people out there that choose the restaurants that they go to because they found them on Instagram and they've got a following and it's the cool place to be. And throughout their experience, they're constantly on their phone. Yeah. Like constantly. Like, I mean, mean, is this of concern? Is this like good for the restaurants if they're making money off people being on their phone and coming to their venue? I guess for some people, that's the enjoyment. Um, I mean, restaurants have always been places to be seen for some part. Of of society, so I mean, the problem, I mean, maybe the question being is is should these restaurants like even bother trying to put good food up? Mm. Like like should they bother seasoning? Yeah, like when when it's like a waste of salt. Well, <laughs> like when it's you know, speaking of salt, who's the uh, who like what who's done the best out of a viral Instagram? <laughs> well, a viral Instagram restaurant, fucking Salt Bay. Yeah. 
He's got restaurants. Can you believe the, it? He's got restaurants around the fucking world around now. the world, and just something like a hundred million followers on Instagram. Yeah. And he's still rocking his fucking sunnies and yeah. his vest, sprinkling salt he on shit for. Seems to be like at the Premier right Cup restaurant, players. the right. Like I, I'm, I'm wondering if he's cloned or not. Because like I'll always <laughs> yeah, see they'll yeah. be like I remember just seeing one be like Frank Ribery, yeah yeah, French it's always soccer, soccer player. players, yeah soccer players seem to love it and yeah. they're all getting the gold plated fucking steak. Yeah. And he was at the one in Dubai, and Salt Old Salt Bay was just knocking around there. Yeah, and it's like what are the chances if he's got like twenty thirty restaurants? Like he just happened to be that. Does he have like does he like does he like look at bookings like oh okay Frank's in at two at Dubai, got to scoop back to bloody Portugal at fucking four to go do this fucking celebrity and back over there. I reckon I reckon. I reckon, I reckon the celebs would call the restaurant and be like, "Yeah, we're not coming unless Salt Bay's there." Yeah, maybe. So, where's Salt Bay going to be? Yeah, like, and he'll be there when you when you least expect. So him. funny, and his name's Salt Bay. <laughs> where's Salt Bay going to be? <laughs> what what restaurant Salt Bay going to be at in November? Because yeah. I want to go. What's his actual name? Salt Bay. <laughs> Salt, Mr. Salt Bay. Yeah, Salt Bay. Like, what's his? I reckon. Do you reckon like? I reckon I could ask 100 people and no one would know his actual name. No one knows his name. Does he even have a real name? No, his name's Old Bay. I've never seen his real name put in an article, I don't think. Not that I've read too many articles about him. No. But I mean, I mean, that shows. Like, that's, he's, made, he's made himself... I mean, I don't, I don't even know how, how many restaurants he had before. Like, yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a, a single act, a single table side thing, a single person who's, who's made a whole... Um, Restaurant empire mm. from that, mm. from Instagram. Mm. I mean, that shows the power of it. And like, again, I mean, the question is: is do these restaurants need to like? If, if someone's so, if someone's enjoyment, I'm not not dig, not digging against. If someone enjoys going to a restaurant because they want to be seen there, because they want to put on their Instagram and they, they get joy from that, it's like, well, that's what we're in the business for as a restaurant to give people joy. But like, should you know, should should they even worry about the stand of their food? Mm. Um, should that even be the you know should it? Should almost be like we'll we'll bring what we'll do is you know we bring out a you know one one that's been like fucking you know there's like um, when you McDonald's take photos and like the 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 cheese is actually glue and the bun, yeah, yeah. the buns actually sponge and like like nothing's real. It's like should 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 restaurants like that bring out one of them people take photos of <laughs> and then bring out their real food after you know like like you have that display piece of meat. <laughs> and then you take it out and you chop from the one you've been chopping from and that one's just for show. Like, it's not like it's, it's, it hasn't kind of been done before. Yeah, but like, exactly. Like, would people care if that was the case? And then what as they bring out- As long as they got their photo. And what they bring out is just a fucking plate of slop of everything like juiced up and chopped together. Like, <laughs> would someone care? Like, can we do this pop-up? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. It's just called like, Instagram. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the, I, mean, <laughs> far, I mean, like that- um, that guy in London did the the shed at Dulwich. Oh yeah, that was great. A- excellent. I mean, that wasn't a social video. media thing, but that was but, a, I mean, that was a trip in some ways. Thing. It was it was um, a a FOMO. Like he managed to invent this restaurant, and enough, yeah. pe- enough people wanted to go there solely based on the fact that it was see- uh, you know, perceived as popular. That people booked and people would would wait in line. Yeah. Not based on the food. Not based on anything about like a traditional restaurant does. So food service. Yeah. Ambiance. It was. This is popular. I want to go. Yeah, and it and didn't I mean, exist. And he, and he For those who don't know what we're talking yeah, about, sorry. there's a Vice video on YouTube about a, a restaurant inverted commas called the Shed mm. at Dulwich Hill, which was basically this guy who ran a social experiment to see if he could get a restaurant that didn't exist to number one on TripAdvisor in London. In London, yeah. And he succeeded in doing that, and it just started this whole cascade of mm. craziness of 
celebrities and royals and well, crazy yeah. people ringing up trying to said, book this place. And he said the more he said no, yeah. the more they rang. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating watch. And as mm. you said, a good example of what people are willing to do um, to go to a place just because mm. it's perceived to be popular I mean, rather and, and than then anything else. And then he, he served them when he, he actually opened his friend's yeah, garden. It's, it's worth night, a watch. And he served them like ready meals, just put on a plate. And some people really enjoyed it. Yeah, of course. So like the food wasn't good, but they, were, they left happy. Mm. They left happy. So it does kind of put in perspective of like what, what what is a restaurant now? Like, what is the purpose of a restaurant? Mm. Like, is the food second fiddle in a lot of restaurants? I'd say yes. Yeah. So mm. I mean that 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 that's a fascinating turn. Where I mean that's I guess that again that's probably always been the case in in certain circles mm. of life where you know these celebrity hangouts and people want to go there. But I mean, not so mainstream and not not at that like that you know premium casual level mm. of restaurant. Do you think? I think Insta- like one thing that Instagram is fantastic for is like businesses and chefs in particular being able to tell their story. Yeah, that that that, that was just never you yeah. know something that you'd find in the past. Like we we would get you know you'd you'd learn about the chefs that were kind of maybe a bit on TV or a bit you know in articles here and there and stuff like that. But it was just one thing. And like I mean, if you started following St Peter when it first opened mm. and have been following St. Peter from then until now, mm. which we both have, um, you're there for the evolution of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. you, you kind of, yeah, you sort of there and understand it. And one of the cool, like, I mean, that's a, a really cool example of utilizing social media to show the public that you're doing something really innovative yeah. and yeah. different. And, and it's a cool example of the public actually responding to something genuinely innovative and creative and, and being like, fuck, there's something really cool going on here. Yeah. Like and, and, and let's support it and you know, you know, the proof's in the pudding now with mm. what Josh Well, Nyland's I mean I done. think yeah, the interesting thing is, is I think like Josh Nyland's Instagram has more followers than St. Peter. Mm. Which which is something where I, yeah. I mean that's a fairly recent phenomenon with the chef being more famous than the restaurant. Mm. Um I think the, I mean, the other thing, the good thing about social media and the internet nowadays is that it's, you can, I mean, I, 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 I love this about it and kind of maybe hate it in equal measure. You don't have to be part of that, that same little crew of TV chefs who get recycled and recycled and recycled mm. um, because they are, they're friendly on the camera mm. and they're, you know, they're, they're clean. They're, they're, they're kind of happy. They have that nutritional aesthetic. You can do your own thing and, push and get into the media and promote your business and make more money that way. Mm. So I, I very much like that. The, some people who manage to do that for me is sometimes like they're not, it's not about them being a particularly good chef and that kind of annoys me as a chef. Yeah. But um, it's, it's a lot more kind of egalitarian in that way of anyone can be a, a famous chef now. Yeah. Do you know what the thing that's, I don't think is egalitarian is that depending on who you are, you, either love Instagram or don't like Instagram mm. and don't like social media and don't like using it. Like, if I'm honest, I would like to be able to delete Instagram and not use it because I don't mm. like... Like, posting on Instagram for me mm. and I'm a photographer and I publish books and I'm always doing things and whatever, I've always got something to share. Mm. But it's a chore for me. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. like going on Instagram and posting. But but what I... Yeah. The thing about... the 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 difference is 
I might, I'm definitely generalizing, but a lot of the time the people that like doing it or the, what's easier for people to do is to just go on and talk about themselves and about yeah, what's, yeah. what they're doing that day and what's going yeah. on in their life and things like that. Whereas when, for example, my Instagram's more about the stuff I create yeah, rather than yeah. the about what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. It's a chore to fucking be like, all right, okay, like I got to post about this podcast that I just made, or I got to post about an article that I just wrote, or whatever. Like, Mm. so I don't know. Like, for the people that that are really happy, and you know, the the world's a spectrum of introverts and extroverts and Mm. all those sorts of things. For the people that are extroverted and love to sort of share share their life on on Instagram and stuff like that. And and honestly, the the stuff that does get the most engagement are the personal stories and the personal photos, yeah, and and those I mean, sorts you, of you, things. You yeah, definitely, it definitely favors people who are prolific. Yeah, because you see some people, and you see their story, and you're like, you don't go ten minutes in your life daily without yeah without posting. Like like I have to like like most time when I post on Instagram is when I go on my Instagram and be like, oh fuck, I haven't posted in ages. Yeah. I have to like go through like I don't, I don't take photos of everything either. So sometimes yeah. I have to scroll and be like, Fuck, well, that's not, the thing. Like, post. I mean, like, like Dan Hong must really like posting on Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. If if you're listening, Dan, we'd love to have you on the show. And yeah. I actually really love Dan Hong's Instagram. And the main thing that I really love about it are the food recommendations, mm. like like around Hay Market and yeah. stuff in in Sydney and uh, and other venues and stuff like that to get that really specific yeah like he'll make a post that says like go to this shop not the one that's that has this because it's similar but the one that has yeah, this yeah, yeah. and order number 23 with the beef <laughs> tendon or whatever and you're send, like all right well, if, yeah and if dan hong told me then i'm gonna i'm, I'm yeah, gonna believe yeah, him yeah. you know what i mean and pat nurse does that really well as well he's yeah. like shouting out shouting out smaller venues that probably don't have massive instagrams yeah. and stuff like that and and all that and i love that but like you go back to Dan Hong. I remember when when he did a massive tour of Europe mm. and went to like multiple three-star places and things like that. It was just like every single day that that story was just firing, yeah, firing, yeah, yeah. firing like all day. And I, I don't know, is that is that maybe maybe he doesn't enjoy it. Maybe it is a chore for him too. Yeah, but like I can't bring myself to do it that like, much. Like I'll I'll do it on like if I'm like away on a little holiday. I was in a hunter recently and I posted more than I've probably done in the last month. Mm. We did it in Melbourne. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's a lot easier quite, when you're on holidays. Well, you're I, right. think, I think like, may, I think maybe someone's is easy. If you had, if you've got a decent following, it's probably like, oh, there's plenty, you know, I got, you know, 40,000 people follow me. They, they follow me because they want to hear these things. When, when, why it's most funny is people who are like commenting on their day. It's like, you're, like there's 200 people following and I'm like, do you like, it feels like a lot. Yeah. It feels like a bit much. You're like <laughs> you're narrating your whole day. You're like so I just went to the shops, and it's like, who are you talking to? Yeah, like, who's actually listening? Yeah, so exactly. Maybe when you have a following, it's probably maybe a bit easier to be like, oh, people kind of expect me to do stuff. Yeah. So I'm wondering something. Well, that's the thing because there is a, some point in the process where your Instagram becomes such an essential part of your profile. Yeah. Like, you know, people get jobs and offers based on their Instagram yeah, yeah, following, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and it's all well, part of I contracts mean, and stuff these days now too. Exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot of times it's like, we, we will give you money for things if you have this many followers. Oh, yeah, fuck. I forgot to bring, oh, we were supposed to do it. Speaking of Instagram, we are supposed to do a fucking... Fi- someone sent oh, us yeah. something to, to taste <laughs> yeah, and I told him yeah, we'd yeah. do it on the podcast. Oh, we'll do it next time. Yeah, the next time. Oh, well, <laughs> that's funny. But that's a thing too, yeah. right? Like, there's so many people out there who... 
um, I mean, are constantly fucking receiving stuff yeah. to, to like whether it's free or yeah. you know a, I, mean, I don't know how much of, chefs get maybe they do maybe there's, there's quite a few chefs I mean maybe less in Australia more so in Europe I think where there's some chefs who like aren't famous in any other means really mm. um, but are very much Instagram famous and you see him with yeah. free shit and advertising stuff and it's like fuck I'd never even heard of your restaurant yeah and, and you wouldn't traditionally think there would be someone the brands will look for, but you know they're very much looking for for followers and and, and content. Yeah. So I mean, it, if, it's yeah. funny though, like because you got to like, I mean, you do if you if you want to get that sort of stuff, if you want to get a profile and and that's where you, what your goal is, or having a profile is a mm. part of your ultimate goal. You got to do the work on social media too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. You know, I present radio and I present a podcast, and we're on film all the time. So I know how to like talk to talk, talk to the camera or, yeah. or or talk to people, talk to an audience. Mm. But I just don't like fucking putting my face on there and talking yeah. to the camera, going, "Hey guys, yeah." <laughs> like, like for some reason, I'm just the stubborn. Yeah. Like I don't I, I don't want to like, do that work because I don't like it for some reason. But yeah. people use it so effectively. Like Alice Slavsky. Yeah. uses her Instagram so fucking effectively to communicate with her audience mm. and it's work you know what I mean it's like this is a part of what I do yeah, and yeah. what I'm trying to achieve and I'm going to do it and it fucking works mm. you know I just fucking I'm just stubborn and I, there's something yeah, about it, like, it just, it just, I don't know to, to me half time it just does not occur to me if I'm doing something I'm enjoying I'm generally just enjoying it mm. and I have to think to put, even like someone's like I'll be like okay I'm going to post some stuff about this and I'll just get to doing it and I'll just it just literally just won't occur to me and whether that's that's I'm in that sort of about both of us in that generation where we it was, there was life before Instagram and sort of life after Instagram we sort of like oh I do it but like I'm, it's not my first thought mm. like I don't, I don't do it but I'm not like playing in the kitchen and trying stuff out and I don't really think to oh I should Instagram this like like I, I might take a picture of something like once it's done. But yeah, it's just not my kind of first port of call, and some people seem very on it. But it, I guess it's a decision you kind of have to make. Mm. That if it, 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 it is important and it can make a difference, I mean, a lot most chefs use it to make their restaurant full. Yeah, and and that's that's the kind of baseline. And most chefs, like I mean, there's a handful of a handful. There's a lot of chefs out there who have their personal Instagram, but a lot of the time, the restaurant is the the main yeah. hub yeah. for that restaurant. You know, like more so than the yeah. chef. I mean, I think a lot of time if. The, especially with some bigger organizations, the restaurant will be the sort of the, the glossy face. Mm. Then if you follow the chef, you'll get some of the behind the scenes workings. Yeah, that's kind of nice um, as well. I, I think that's that's normally good because I think sometimes like, yeah, sometimes you see a restaurant, like especially in, actually just independent restaurants, the owner, chef, operator will also be the Instagram guy mm. and it'll be like, here's pictures of his dishes, his restaurant, <laughs> adverts. Here's a picture of his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, oh, that seems like, you should maybe split these because yeah. <laughs> like, it kind of doesn't, it's not kind of uh, coherent in that sense. Yeah. So like there's some people where it's just like, that's their one on Instagram. And I, in some ways I quite like that. Yeah. It's, it's like, maybe this is like, a, a do, you, do you think it, the old, old restaurants are like, and I think of a restaurant like Ottoman in Canberra, which has sort of had a hat for the last, uh, fucking 20 years or something yeah. like that. Like for, I don't know how long the good food guide's been going for, but it's been, it's been a long it's time. And it's had 80s, sort of, I believe. it's had two hats, occasion on and off as well mm. i'm not sure if they have an instagram now maybe they do but like last time i checked which is probably a year ago they didn't really i don't think so like they might do now but like sharif's definitely not on instagram <laughs> like yeah, yeah. he's definitely not on instagram and like are these restaurants like are the are the types of restaurants i suppose it's going to be a generational thing where 
eventually all the people that mm. all the all the oldies who run restaurants that don't have Instagram will mm. retire and their kids well, or you know, or whatever like a restaurant like that. Do, do they get? Will they get left behind eventually? Will a I, restaurant like that get left behind eventually with no Instagram? Like I'd imagine so. Like yeah. I imagine like it'd be a point where so from restaurants, you know, very well known restaurants. They've got a website. They've probably got Facebook. Like they're, they're findable, and people go to Canberra and they're like, "We need to go there." They're in you know two hats, and they're they're probably busy. So they're probably like, "We don't need Instagram." But get to a point where the younger generation are like, that's their their it's where they find everything. Mm. Like no matter what it is, information, businesses, where to go. So eventually, they will just not have heard of. <laughs> this two hat restaurant, but much of it takes but quite it, a while. Is it also like we're talking about like people go to a venue because they want to share the fact that they've been at this venue? Yeah. And if you can't tag it on Instagram, because the thing well, that people love about that is that if you if you take a video of Jordan Toft shaving um, truffles on your steak at Mimi's, yeah. He reshares that. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're yeah. there and you and you want to go to this restaurant and you take a video and you want to share it with the thing, and then they can't share it because they don't have an Instagram or whatever, yeah. is that like leaving people behind as well? I mean, it's almost the the new the new the new TripAdvisor review is filming it and putting it on Instagram, mm. and then like the reply is get is getting the other restaurant the restaurant sharing it. Like yeah. that's that's almost <laughs> how you know someone's at a good time now because they'll 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 they will thank you personally in their Instagram. By re- reposting it, yeah, by by being like, you know, the best, the best, the best meal, hundred, hundred, yeah, hundred, 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 fire, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of emo, the, like, the, thank the you, fire emoji is mate, in the review. I mean, a, a lot of people do it, but talk of creativity. If your comment is just three flames, then like, <laughs> come up with something else, please. Just say something. Use the other, words. the other, actually, the other funny thing about Instagram, which I'll bring up just before we wrap up because we're going to finish soon, mm. but um. Everyone now has to be a copywriter. So like yeah. like captions, there's a lot of people out there who do not know how to there's fucking write. Very bad ones. Yeah. And like I know how to write. Yeah. And I'm confident with my ability to write copy for anything. But like now all of a sudden, you know, a, sh- oh. a random chef that didn't finish year 10 and yeah. has just been in kitchens like, mm. and is a fucking gun yeah. that's a chef owner somewhere. Has to write copy. Has to write copy. And like a lot of the time people are like, what the fuck do I write? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, I mean, when it comes to posting dishes and things like that, you can just talk about the dish. Mm. But I see in so many other industries as well where – People are like sharing stuff or they're sharing stuff about them or they're trying to tell a little story about X, Y, or Z. And the copy is so it's, it's, boring yeah, and incoherent. Yeah. And yeah, it's poor. Like it's mm. just, there's no yeah. flair to it at all. Yeah. I, yeah. De- definitely. I think you see some really bad ones and I can kind of, you look at it, you're like, I mean, that's, is it kind of. That's the have you tried? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, but that, that maybe that's why that's so prevalent because. People don't if, know what if, to if, say. If you if you Google what should I say in a comment, the top five things of any fucking maybe like it's probably a BuzzFeed article about it mm. would be try asking a question, yeah. do a call to action, yeah, and it's always the action. most basic yeah. ones. But like, yeah, I mean, like I, I'm I'm fairly confident with my my writing for things yeah. like that. But I would spend fucking ages. So why like it wasn't just like it was kind of hard for me sometimes. Like, because I'll post, but I have to like write. Reread, go through, and yeah. I have to like reread things like so often to like and then go through spelling and capitalization, like all these things. Like one time, like especially with with Kavo, and we we're trying to get 
names of ingredients right and maybe where they came from right and provenance and information. And I was checking through all this stuff and I forgot to capitalize Aboriginal. And someone, a lady from Wollongong, she listens actually, um, just hit me up and was like, oh, you missed out the capitalist name. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. And I was like, I just spent like 25, 30 minutes just going through this and I missed like the most obvious one. Mm. And I was like, sorry, 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 sorry. And she's like, it's fine. Just like, it's like, I'll change it down. Mm. So like, like it's, it's a little bit stressful as well. And if you're less confident, especially it. when you're doing that sort of stuff yeah yeah and you know? i mean even like yeah just get spelling stuff right and and yeah it, it's it's another little minefield and it's another thing that you know chefs suddenly have to be on top of on top of yeah. when you're like well fuck i never got taught this like mm. I, I did get a b in english literature but uh, yeah like it's <laughs> like i mean yeah like it's another skill where you're like fuck i could do that as well yeah like, and, and and to be honest it's 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 a really hard skill to learn. I mean, the social media in general is a, is a like, there's so many things you have to be on top of. Mm. And like, everyone shit, like, people change their algorithms. Like, reels are really yeah, yeah, important reels now. And shit. Apparently, like, I mean, this just might be hearsay, but like, clicking the little bookmark is the best thing you can do for a page. I, like. I've never clicked a bookmark. I, only, I click it by accident when I'm, I miss like the yeah. like thing, but apparently that's the best thing you can do. Okay. Well, so, I've never done it. Uh, what, what do you even call it? Book, is it bookmark? I don't know. Favorite. Maybe. Save. Save this podcast on yeah, Instagram. Click it, the right one. Apparently, that that's we're then, supposed to. Yeah, because or just click them all. Follow us. Follow, <laughs> subscribe, hit, hit the bell on YouTube. Is the bell do on the, YouTube? That's because that, 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 everyone. I don't know what YouTube people tell me to do that. This is what you should do right now, as you're listening to this, because we only release these mostly on IGTV. Pause yeah. this video. Yeah. And tag five mates in the comments, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll give. Someone whoever tags the most, whoever takes tags the most best mates, a bowl of we'll give them some free mandarins. Yeah, I'm not sure where they came from. I don't know. Fuck, how do we boost our social media? We'll figure that out. Maybe you can write in, write in the comments, write in the comments of this video how better for us to boost our social media and uh, increase our following. Have you tried listening to our podcast? podcast? You can go back (laughs) and listen to a great podcast with Miffy Rigby, uh, Wes Lambert, Simon Tui. Uh, the name of this podcast. <laughs> have you tried our podcast? Have you tried it? I think I want to call it Foodstagram because that's the that's the the number one hashtag. All right, we'll go All right that's enough. Yeah. Thanks, Simon. Cheers, Thanks, man. everyone. <laughs>